Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sava Serves. This is Maya and Thunby back with another episode on PTSD. So PTSD by like its literal definition um, is post-traumatic stress disorder, which is basically something that develops when like a person undergoes um, a scary, dangerous or like terrifying event and that trauma results in mental illness. Many people who serve in the military uh, suffer from PTSD after they come back. I know my dad specifically suffers from PTSD, even though he doesn't really like to talk about it at all. But it happens, like, late at night. Yeah, I feel like, especially when you're serving in the military, you see so many things that, like, no one really understands the horrors of what you see other than people who were actually there with you, which is why I feel like the disorder develops in the first place, because it's like that feeling that no one can understand the moments you're reliving in your head. Um, I also find it interesting that like for a lot of people, it occurs at night. Like, do you want to maybe explain a little bit about what caused your dad's PTSD, Maya? So he used to be a doctor in the army. So he used to see lots of um lots of people injured with like but like severe injuries. And so a lot of these people who would come in to get treated were locals. They're probably badly beaten. Yeah, they were like in the middle of the whole battle yeah and so the other soldier soldiers would bring them back to the tent and my dad would help like fix them and whatever and he would get ptsd from that because it's like when he was serving i think me and my brother were three and five. Oh, that was a while ago yeah so he would it would really impact him because it'd be like Oh, yeah, like, these are kids that are close to my kid's age. Yeah. I feel like it's also, like, something that makes PTSD different from, like, generic anxiety, depression, or, like, mental illness is that PTSD is, like, directly linked to, like, experiencing a traumatic event for, like, lack of better terms. Like, for example, I know... um like, even, like, in shows that I've watched, a character that undergoes PTSD... Um, instead of just having heightened anxiety like an like an ordinary like anxious person, they see like flashbacks of the event that scarred them in the first place. And I feel like those images are like what makes PTSD so hard to cope with in the first place. Yeah. And even doing normal tasks or going out to normal places where you wouldn't really think much of anything puts them very on edge and makes them feel very stressed and sometimes they find it very difficult to reach out for help especially with like big big support groups that they can actually have nice open conversations with yeah I feel like I feel like PTSD is the kind of disorder that like you yourself if you're undergoing PTSD have to learn to cope with it in a very specific way but also those like your loved ones and people close to you I feel like they also in a way need to cope with 
having someone close to them undergoing PTSD because it's traumatic, not just on the person who suffered, but also like the loved ones of that person because of how graphic the image is and the um, anxiety can get. Yeah, like I know my mom sometimes wakes up in the middle of the night because he'll be like kicking her or screaming or freaking out or something of the sorts because of the yeah. images he gets in his head. And it's like he can't control that and neither can she. But after a while, um, I'm sure even for her, it becomes emotionally or like mentally draining to like deal with that, especially fresh out of the trauma, because it's it's just that like she can't complain really because it's not his fault, but also it's just like impacting her in a negative way too. So I kind of wanted to talk about how well, I feel like we should start with the person who, like, was traumatized in the first place. How can people cope with PTSD? So, there's obviously medications to help with some of the images, but sometimes even being on medication isn't enough. Yeah. People should try to go to therapy, but I know being very open and actually, like, talking about things is very very difficult yeah um but having a very close group of people who you can actually open up to and talk to can really make a difference i'm a big fan of how popular um support groups have become um because i feel like for something like ptsd especially um not many people have served in the army um and even people who have served in the army like conditions in different locations vary based on where you are obviously so i feel like those support groups bring a sense of togetherness that people suffering from ptsd don't really feel so i think that's a wonderful way of coping yeah i know that i watched a video before of a group of veterans who were suffering from ptsd they opened up a little like coffee shop called like the Veterans Hub or something of the sorts. And they all used to like, they all gathered funding to make it all cute and nice. That's so and sweet. Get all like the little furniture and stuff to have their little like group discussions. And they'd all sit around in a circle and talk about their experiences and have little like friendly discussions about it. And that. I know would really really help them and over time it slowly began to grow and more people started to feel comfortable coming to those sessions and talking about it that's like amazing that's like a whole other sense of togetherness that like I feel like a coffee shop or something of that sort kind of takes off the pressure that like going to a normal support group in a conventional like therapy center would be so like I feel like yeah which is nice But, like, I feel like aside from therapy and support groups, for people who aren't as social or open to talking, I feel like things like cognitive behavioral therapy or, like, psychotherapy are super helpful. Because, um, I mean, from my understanding of them, I feel like they, like, expose you a little bit to the situation and, like, they analyze your behavioral reactions to come up with a plan of overcoming it so I feel like that's a little more personal if you're not so much into talking about your emotions 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, maybe, okay. So aside from people suffering from PTSD, I think it's also, again, important to talk about how to cope with a lot, like how to cope with being Law. alone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like being the loved one of someone suffering from PTSD is not easy. And that also like people deserve to learn how to cope with that. Yeah. And I feel like it could technically also be considered like a loss because sometimes people start to lose themselves slowly over time. It's like, like loneliness. Yeah. I feel like it's hard, obviously, on the individual suffering from PTSD, but, like, like for example, like, your mom, it's hard for her to even talk to her friends or her loved ones about what she's going through because not many people can relate to her specific situation. And I know this sounds super pathetic and basic, but, like, I'm a big advocate for therapy. Like, that would so help. <laughs> but I mean it's it's such a cliche answer but like I went to therapy myself like it helps (laughs) I've gone to therapy too yay therapy (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I um suffered a pretty traumatic event not to me directly but to like a loved one um like one of my loved ones like took their own life during the time of covid and I hate talking about my feelings, but I went to therapy and that's what honestly helped me heal because I felt like I couldn't talk to my family or friends about it. So it's like, I know it's hard to open up, but like finding a therapist and finding the right therapist for you, I feel like really helps you cope with a loss like that. Yeah, definitely. And I know that people like, they struggle to fight their demons inside. Yeah. Because most people don't like to open up. It's hard to open up. Um, I and, don't know. I feel like we both are introverted. So, like, we both know the struggles of, like, having yeah. to. Yeah. I, like, I don't like talking about my feelings at all, usually. Yeah, me neither. Oh, my God. It took us so long to, like, openly be able to talk like this on this podcast, too. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like once you start, it's like starting it becomes easier. Scary, but it becomes easier, yeah. Um. So obviously, like medications um, are there for a reason, and they do yeah. whether you're the person undergoing PTSD or like experiencing it almost secondhand. But I feel like the relief and healing that comes with talking about it doesn't compare to the effects of a medication but that's just my opinion I don't know (laughs) just an opinion yeah what are your thoughts (laughs) I feel like talking is much better too because like sure medication will help you in the moment but it's not guaranteed to actually have any like long-term effects like in that video that I watched the guy got off of his medication after taking it forever and he started to experience those flashbacks again. Yeah. And those were really, really taxing on him and his family, considering he, at the time, also had really small children. Mm-hmm. 
And so when he opened up that veterans hub, he he finally was able to go back to his original self. Yeah, like medication, I don't know. I tried it out once for my anxiety and it really just did not help me. Cause yeah. I, I also I I feel like nowadays, especially with like social media being super relevant in everybody's lives, a lot of people can see like the effects of like drug addiction and that scares the absolute crap out of me. I know. Like I feel like I, I felt like I was getting more anxiety from taking anxiety meds than I was before the medication like it really just evened itself out so I don't know I'm a big advocate of talking whether it's to like a support group to like loved ones but most importantly a therapist and I feel like it's also not like not many people talk about it but like it's okay to like go through multiple therapists before you find the right one because I feel like you're not gonna you shouldn't be expected to click with the first person you talk to I don't know yeah I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> important to talk to someone for sure, but it's more more important to talk to someone who you feel comfortable with so they can help you. Like, you have to let them help you almost. It's kind of, like, personalized. Like, not, not everyone's the right person to talk to because not everyone understands where you're coming from. Exactly. And it's, like, also just a personality type thing. Like, sometimes people don't click and that's okay. And you should never feel, like, ashamed of who you are. Yeah, who you are. And just your experiences. Mm-hmm. Your experiences shape you as a person. Exactly. And kind of like a full circle thing. Like, even though they are traumatic experiences, PTSD in a way does define experiences in someone's life. And the, and that's, like, a sad reality. Like, a, like PTSD, like, like, for example, like, for your dad, like, that's a part of him. Because that was a big part yeah. of my life. And it's like, sure, you can cope through that. But it's important to recognize that that was a substantial part of his life that will always be always there. Always be with him. Yeah. I am exactly like my dad. And he also really hates opening up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it'll always be there. And yeah. there's nothing you can really, like, do about it anymore. And I feel like you would agree when I say that, like, even from someone like him who it's where it's hard for them to open up, using coping strategies such as the ones that we mentioned make a significant difference in moving on and returning to, like, a normal lifestyle. Yeah, definitely opening up about it and getting medication or whatever else helps you will definitely help you return well feel a sense of normalcy in your life exactly and I feel like people should take the pressure off of themselves and off of their loved ones to all be the same after the traumatic event because it's obviously going to change you and it's I feel like it's important to embrace that change and cope with the trauma as opposed to trying to conceal it because at the end of the day you're just putting a bandage over like a deep wound and it's just gonna come apart eventually yeah just kind of sweeping it under the rug isn't really gonna do anything yeah like but it's these kinds of experiences that make you stronger yeah exactly so 
I think Maya and I's main takeaway from this is to go to therapy. Well, no, I'm kidding. But like, it's, it's really important to cope with PTSD. And it's also really important that the love, like if you're a loved one of someone undergoing mental illness, um, whether it's PTSD or not, your feelings of like, your feelings are also valid if you're feeling overwhelmed with dealing with someone who's struggling because it's mentally taxing. It's it's a big strain on someone and it's okay to feel that way. Like, I don't know. You never, you never mm-hmm. should feel like the burden is all yours to take on. And obviously cope in a way that makes you feel really comfortable yeah. because yeah. nothing's ever going to come out of anything if you don't feel comfortable with what you're doing right now or where you're at exactly like you're your biggest advocate and if you don't advocate for what you want and what you need to be better then no one can help you so it's really important to like step up and speak for yourself even though that sounds super scary but yeah yeah thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next week Bye.